Before I die, have you ever been asked, who are you or what do you do? And are you summarized by your answer? So if somebody were to ask you, who are you? And you said, I'm a plumber. Are you summarized by your vocation? I mean, is, is that what you actually live for, plumbing? Well, what if I asked you, before you die, what must you do? I mean, what, what is that, that, that one thing that you're dying to do? It, it's personal. Maybe it's, you know, just a personal peace kind of a thing. You know, you, you want to do something, go somewhere, uh, try something. Maybe it's a traveling. Maybe it's visiting a person. Maybe it's going to a, a specific country or a specific site. Maybe it's, you know, seeing Yankee Stadium or, you know, Fenway Park if you're a, a sports fan or you want to see the Roman Colosseum or perhaps you want to go see, you know, the pyramids in Egypt. Maybe before you die, you're, you're, you're just trying to accumulate things. It's just a fluency. You, you want uh, money, prestige, power. You just more, more, more. You, you just, you, you need to have more. Or maybe it's just you're, you've got certain goals, certain things on your list, different, different categories as, as a, as a as a parent maybe or as a husband or as a business owner uh, you you have goals well today we want to talk about before i die candy chang did uh, one of my favorite ted talks and uh, candy spoke about her her project she she saw this abandoned building in new orleans and it was broken down and and shabby and she just had this uh, this idea that she could use that that building as a as a as a place of 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 hope as as a place to to motivate and so what she ended up doing she you know got her her chalk paint out and and created this 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 sign this this living sign that was on the side of a building that said before i die dot 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 and then it left lines, it left spaces for people to come by the wall and really list for themselves. Uh, you know, it, it could be anything. Some people said, before I die, I want to get married. Other people, before I die, I want to be on Broadway. Others said, before I die, I want to, uh, you know, direct a feature. Before I want to die, I, I want to live in Europe. It, it was different for everybody. Everybody had different dreams, different hopes. And and her wall turned a broken down building into a a place of hope, a place of, of vision. And it was just drew a lot of motivation and inspiration from the people who not only signed the wall, but even just people who walked by. The really cool thing is since Candy first did her wall now this this wall concept has gone around the world it's in 62 countries it's 26 languages and it's it's just a really skyrocket is this just great uh, great sign and and 
great outline of, of, of how you need to identify well, what your big dream is. You know, what, what do you want to do before you die? And so you put it in the first person, before I die, dot, dot, dot. And so I want to look at four different things. I want to look at, you know, before I die, what is your big dream before I die? Remembering that everybody dies and before I die, asking, well, does everybody live? And then before I die, what's your long game? What's the long game? And so the first aspect that we're looking at is what is your big dream? What is your big dream? And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use myself in a, as an example. As an example, I'm a current uh, insurance owner of my own agency. I work with businesses, business to businesses, and we provide supplemental insurance benefits. So if you're sick or injured on or off the job, we provide uh, the insurance coverage that your major medical doesn't provide. We fill the gaps. And so there's a lot of satisfaction in knowing that we help protect people's paychecks and we really help to ensure uh, blue-collared, hard-working families to make sure that they can pay their bills. But that's kind of what I do. That, that, that's, not my, that's not my big dream. It's definitely not my, my why. And so when I sit down and I think about, well, what's my big dream? Well, my big dream is I want to develop and create a one-room, boys-only schoolhouse a school that would house anywhere from 8 to 15 uh, teenage boys from 6th grade to 12th grade and really just focus on a small number of of students really helping them to uh, develop their Christian faith, help them to think critically, teach them some career character building skills and and also to develop a conservative mindset. And so that's this, the place I want to create. And, and I want to make sure that these boys know how to actually read and write and, uh, you know, do basic math to where they, they don't require a, a calculator. And so part of my, my, my big dream also includes little dreams. I, I have little dreams as well. I have different categories of little dreams. One of my categories is I'm a, I'm a father, I'm a dad. And so I desperately desire to see that all my children walk in the Lord, that they're, they're Christians, they're, they have a Christian faith. And I would love to see all my children get married and uh, have children and live happily ever after. I've, I've been able to experience that with one of my five children so far. Two more are engaged, and it's just absolutely thrilling uh, to see these new people that are coming into our family and expanding uh, our family. The other category I have is as a husband. I, I have big dreams with me and my wife, and my wife and I uh, doing the school together and seeing how you know, maybe she serves young, younger children as I serve the older children. And... I really, you know, just want to grow old with her. She's my best friend. She's my accountability partner. She's what gives me me joy. And I really live for pleasing her and, and making her proud. Uh, and I, I just, I, I enjoy my wife so much. I, 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 love, I love living with life with her. 
And then as a pastor, I'm also a pastor of a, of a small church, and that gives me an opportunity to not only uh, evangelize, tell people who don't know who Jesus Christ is, uh, to be able to preach and, and have classes, but I also get to disciple people who are growing in the Lord, people who are learning their Bible, and I get to preach and teach the, the Bible and uh, preach the, the gospel. So that, that's, that's my big dream. That's my, my big dream is to have this one-room schoolhouse. And then I have kind of some, some sub-little dreams. The second aspect that I, I want to look at bef- before I die is, look, everybody dies, right? The, the old Pollyanna movie, Death Cometh Unexpectedly. Well, why? Well, why does death come too soon? Why is death unexpected? Everybody dies, it's going to come to you. So how are you getting ready? How am I getting ready for death? Knowing that everybody's going to die. For me personally, I'm, I'm 52 years old. That means if my lifespan were 100, I'm definitely on the down slope. And so I'm on the back end of life now. Well, what does that mean? Does that mean my life's over? Does that mean I'm over the hill? No, all that means is that, look, I'm, I'm going to die and I look at life now in five-year chunks. And I've got these five-year chunks. And I'm going to make the most out of those five years because I know someday I will die. Well, the third aspect that ties into the, to the first one is, well, does everybody live? Really, the line comes from, from Braveheart. Everybody dies, but not everybody lives. And, and, and what is meant by that? that? That means people walk on the face of the earth. But going back to the original question, you know, have you ever been asked, who are you and what do you do? And, you know, you say, yeah, I'm a, I'm a plumber. That, that's who I am. I, I'm a plumber. Well, if, if all you are is your job and all you are by definition is, is your skill or your job, well, you need to ask yourself, have you lived? Have you lived life? Have you enjoyed uh, the personal peace? Have you enjoyed, uh, you know, some, some, some of the fun stuff? Have you enjoyed risking? You know, to risk is to risk embarrassment. To risk is to risk failing. But to not risk is to risk not actually living life. Failure is okay. Failure is temporary. You can learn from failure. You can develop from failure. You can grow from failure. Failure is just a temporary option. And so I know in my life, um, you know, there's been success and there's been failure. I've been able to enjoy and appreciate the success all the more because of those experience of failing. But I never had to stay failing. I never had to stay defeated. I was always able to use those experiences to, to bounce back. Another aspect of living is well, you know, do, 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 or have you filled your life thus far with adventure? I, I know for me, I, I feel like I've had a great life. I, I feel like my life is kind of like, it's a wonderful life. And I can look back and look at family and friends and experiences and say, wow, I've actually experienced a lot of different things. I, one of my favorite things was 16 years old, starting a baseball card business with my father I had the great blessing of playing baseball and football and playing uh, baseball at a very high level and and getting a college scholarship. Uh, I've had the uh, amazing, fortunate 
blessing of being a parent of five children and just watching them grow. It's been an incredible part of the, my journey of life. I've owned businesses. I've been a part of a franchise system where I had the number one franchise in the country and I was part of a, a mission outreach organization called Seattle's Union Gospel Mission where we, we were able to help those in greatest need, especially homeless and single mothers. I've been able to be a, a superintendent at a Christian school district where I oversaw five different schools and so, you know about 800 children and fam- their families and just the great uh, riches of of being able to preach and teach the gospel every single day through Christian education. I've also been able to uh, start up my own insurance agency from from the bottom up and have seen some short-term immediate success in that area as well. And so life just seems to keep growing and developing as I get older. And I'm really looking forward uh, to what happens in the next five years that I have. And then finally, the last aspect of before I die is, well, what is your long game? What's my long game? I mean, what at the end of the day is kind of that, uh, that, that big plan, that big dream that I'm, I'm shooting t- towards? Because if you're, not, if you're not planning, then what you're doing is you're, you're failing to plan means that you are planning to fail. And, and so my plan, my big picture plan, my big dream is the one-room schoolhouse. So there are several things that, uh, that I've done in, able, in, in order to, to make that happen. I, I have benchmarks. I have monthly be- benchmarks. I have yearly benchmarks. And so as of right now, I've uh, opened and, and developed my online curriculum. And so the aspect of my schoolhouse is in earnest beginning online right now. Now we're still a ways away from our one room and actually having students that attend courses, but we're getting there and we're a lot closer than I was five years ago. And we're definitely going to hit that, that mark before the next five years. And so I have benchmarks. Uh, my goal, when I, when I look at my goal, is my long game like permanent or temporary? Is it is it reaching like the the zenith, you know, winning Academy Award, you know, winning some kind of of trophy that's like, hey, that's a a, a once in a lifetime opportunity, and it's temporary. Or is your goal a permanent goal? So for me, I believe my goal is a permanent goal in establishing my one room schoolhouse. It'll be permanent. It'll be something that I can do until I retire, which means die because I have no plan of retirement. This is what I want to do before I die. This is what I want to do until I die. And so my goal is very permanent. And then hopefully uh, I would also be able to pass on uh, my dream and my vision to my children, not only as a ministry, but also as a vocation. And so once again, everybody will die. So the question is, what will you do before that happens, before I die? Well, that concludes today's show. If you like today's episode, then cut and paste this chapter and send it to a friend. Or please leave a review and be sure to click subscribe so that you don't miss any future episodes. You can learn more about me by checking out my website, TonyMJamie.com. 
You can also follow me on Instagram at Ravensdale Bible Academy, or you can buy Good, Better, Best, the book through Amazon. See you next time.